Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the, oh man, like I told you I'm discombobulated. I got to remember this. The Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will. Sounds right. And? Nikki. And Richie Rich, who I'm now self-describing myself uh, as an evolutionary capitalist. And what does that mean? I don't know. Today is uh, a really interesting day. Terrible anniversary. It, it, Yeah, this is... Today, Ross Ulbricht begins his 11th year in prison. For not any crime. Boo! Here's a quote from him from uh, apparently today. One year for... Uh, that's... Ross Ulbricht, for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, Ross Ulbricht. Dread Pirate Roberts of the Silk Road. FreeRoss.org is where you want to go to learn about this gentleman uh, who has been, uh, in my opinion, uh, politically imprisoned. Yep, absolutely. Yep. For starting a website. Yep. Anyway, Ross's quote uh, via Twitter, uh, so Ross is able to send messages to like a family member and then a family member has control over his Twitter account and just posts his messages vicariously. So we're assuming this is a direct quote from Ross based on our knowledge of that fact. One year for each finger on both hands. Today ends a full decade in prison. I sometimes fear I'll spend the rest of my life behind concrete walls and locked doors. But I have no one else to blame. It's my poor choices that led me here. All I can do now is pray for mercy. Oh, see, they've turned him. He now thinks he did something wrong. Well, so the thing is about prisoners, uh, there are things that you you know can, perhaps should do to curry favor with your captors. Mm-hmm. So that you may have some glimpse of of a release, an early release, uh, what they call good behavior, these types of a thing. So I fully anticipate Ross to say things like this, but I also disagree with his sentiment as it's written here. This is is also why I tend to lean towards not peace, right? Because I would trade all the lives of all the bureaucrats for one Ross Elbrick. Yeah, I I agree with that honestly. And so, if that trade were able, I mean, I know many we, people who would like could the, make um, that trade. You know, yeah. the Avengers. I would end them all. How the dude snaps his finger. Right. Yeah. If we could, like, if I could do it that way, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not gonna like, per se, go to war over it. Like, I'm not gonna become a soldier. Um. But yeah, if I could just Thanos all these bureaucrats and free Ross, absolutely. In a heartbeat. The website freeross.org has uh, multiple quotes from people. What purpose does it serve? And as it changes, uh, should Ross Ulbricht's unduly harsh sentence be left to stand, it would be harmful to both our legal system and the trust that the public places in our courts. That's Gary Johnson, former governor of New Mexico. And, um, you know, just for, for context, his sentence is two life sentences for creating a website. People have murdered someone for less than that and, yep. and gotten sentenced to less than that is what I mean. 
Okay. What purpose does it serve to still keep Ross incarcerated? He's an example of our broken criminal justice system. Let this man go. He's done enough time. That's Alice Marie Johnson, a criminal justice reform advocate and author. He's done two, 10 years more than he ever should have. Oh, yeah. If this is the start of his 11th year, he's completed 10. Right. That's 10 too many. An entire book could be written on Ross Ulbricht's takedown. Most articles about his case present false or misleading information. Jesse Ventura, former governor of Minnesota. So uh, the man has uh, an incredible base of support. The Silk Road and the trial of Ross Ulbricht involve many important and complex issues that impact the life of Mr. Ulbricht and us all. Keanu Reeves, actor. Um... Yeah, 3,653 days in prison, uh, according to freeross.org. First-time offender, so he had never been in trouble with the law at any level, near as I could tell, much less a, a federal level. Sure got a speeding ticket somewhere along the line. I, I mean, I Maybe don't even know. Maybe not even. I don't right. even know, right? Uh, but uh, everything, all of the charges were all nonviolent mm-hmm. that he faced. Yep. And but they did bring up like murder for hire. Well, yeah, that but extortion. that's not has but, nothing to do with him, as far as I'm concerned. Right. What well, other people do, and they had no evidence to support those claims either. Like, but that's like saying, okay, yeah. well, who who invented the internet? Because they should be, you know, imprisoned for, you know, I'm sure a bunch of illegal stuff has happened on the internet. Well, so, yeah. like, that's like saying that, you know, yeah. or Facebook. Yeah. I people get scammed on Facebook all the time. I'm sure, like, there are pedophiles using Facebook, yeah. whatever. But Zuckerberg ain't so, in jail. Yeah, are we going right. to imprison him? I mean, perhaps we should, but like, I, you know, if all things were fair, we wouldn't see stuff like Ross Ulbricht. We wouldn't see stuff like Ian Freeman in the Crypto Six, mm-hmm. and all this, of course, is not lost on. The eve of today of mm-hmm. uh, Ian Freeman's sentencing part two, part which two. I I don't even know I don't know enough about court procedure and that kind of thing, but I gotta think that like it's not often that a sentencing hearing is split. Into I don't two. think so. I mean, I was surprised. Like, well, but- new information have come to light, dude. Right, restitutions have not been decided. Well, like it, it was just. I don't know, man. To me, it feels like a stalling tactic. Oh, yeah. Right? The, Isn't that like the entire court system? Well. The whole thing is just, oh, we're just going to push it back. We're just gonna, I, you know, one side or the other, the the prosecution or the defense, they both use this tactic of, you know, dragging things out. The and, irony is I had an attorney once who said, like, you want to drag it out as long as possible. That, yeah, that's what they say. Okay. The, the further you get from the incident, the more likely you have of not being penalized for it. Or something to that it effect. It depends, I, and I, I, that all obviously all depends. This was from an attorney. Yeah. I don't. I did not get the rationale. We did not speak in depth yeah. on the topic. But he's like, yeah, because I guess in. I think know, in general, yeah, in, the, that in might a low be true. level case, right? If yeah. you can, if you can waste a year, right? That cop's gonna have no recollection of what really happened. Well, just for example, in Arya's case, if she were to postpone her sentencing, that would give the prosecution time to use or no it would give the defense time to analyze the the Evidence. Ian's yeah well Ian's trial right. so they could use that so essentially if she postponed it it's like would she have gotten more time we don't know right but right. for them to be able to use that maybe yep. wouldn't have been better for her so i i would just that was the first thing that popped to my mind in that case dragging it out any longer 
Yeah. yeah. Maybe well, we don't know this obviously, but maybe would not have been to her benefit. I mean, it's advice from it's advice from an attorney. He's part of the system, so yeah. who knows what those yeah. motives are. But, but he was it a defense does, attorney. Based on what I've seen in general, it does seem like that tends to be true. Drag it out long enough and then they're like, "Eh, whatever." I have personal uh desires for uh, Mr. Freeman's case to be uh, drug out as long as possible. Uh, the idea being that uh, as far as the show operations are concerned, we have a couple of wizards. Yep. And, uh, you know, we've prepared for a period of time for neither of them to be available, but it would behoove us as a show to be closer to having one of them available than not mm-hmm. and that kind of a thing. So the longer Ian's drags out, the closer we get to Arya getting out and the show operations can remain rather static. Sweet. Uh, you know, is the hope. So we'll see what happens. I... I don't, I would not be surprised if we go tomorrow and something similar happens where they're like, oh, oh, nope, we got to, we got to yeah. do a thing. We That's didn't do a I... thing. We got to do another thing. And so the things that we're doing today, we can only do this much. And now we got to continue it. That's kind of how I feel. Like, I, or, regardless, you should, you know, people should still show up to yep, support. I, absolutely. If they can. And I think there's some sort of protest or you know some sort of yeah there's a thing um, planned uh dave ridley of the ridley report uh has uh, organized uh, loosely a a protest to happen before so the actual sentencing is at 10 Mm a.m at uh concord the what is it what's the address 55 pleasant street in concord (laughs) you can tell i've been there a few times there was a sign making event earlier today I there thought was. I read about it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right on the porch, yeah, I guess. F- folks, <laughs> whatever. Folks were at, at the Free Talk Live studio making protest yeah. signs. Um, of course, there will be media there again. Uh, one of the reasons that I that I feel like the, the split of the sentencing hearing into two happened, uh, even though they, they won't admit this, uh, their reasons are, oh, the, the court made an error in pro- procedure, and so we got to stop here, go back, or do with that, whatever. I think it's because of the media attention. Yep. Uh, there were, uh, let's see, uh, NBC was there, NBC Boston. Uh, there were two documentaries. There was WMUR was there. Uh, and this is just for the last hearing. Uh, and so all these same entities are expected to show up again tomorrow. Yep. Uh, the amount of people who showed up in support of Ian uh, last time was incredible. Uh, it would warm my heart if we could top that this time and and show them that oh your stall tactic actually backfired. We yeah. got more media, we got more people there, uh, you know, protesting. We packed the courtroom, we packed the overflow room. You know, the, these things would warm my heart greatly. Users of Silk Road chose to exchange a variety of goods, both legal and illegal, including drugs, voluntarily, most, most commonly small amounts of cannabis. Prohibited was anything involuntary that could harm a third party. Ross was not convicted of selling drugs or illegal items himself, but he was held responsible for what others sold on the site. Yep. Do, you, do you see eBay being held responsible for, you know, I don't know, Chinese knockoffs or whatever, right? No. Right? Do you see uh, Facebook Marketplace being held responsible for Craigslist. somebody for when somebody like sells a lemon car or something, mm-hmm. right? No, you don't see any of that. But for some reason, for some reason, the state decided 
that they were going to hold Ross Ulbricht responsible for what people sold on a website. eBay and Facebook are on the legitimate web. Ross Ulbricht operated on the dark net. And we all know that anything that happens on the dark net is inherently illegal and bad for society. And so this is the result. The biggest point of contention for me is Ross was and continues to be smeared with false, unprosecuted allegations of planning murder for hire that much of the media amplified through inaccurate and sensationalized reporting. Not to mention the movie they made about it where they were like, basically, they were uh, at the end, uh, they showed him hitting like enter, you know, and he had put out, yes, I would like to purchase a murder, please. Okay. He typed out in like a chat room or whatever, and then he sat there and thought about it for a minute. And then he hit enter, according to the movie, right? which never happened. Based on a true story, but not the actual true story. Right. And so we get to see an illustration of how the state uses media to ruin a person's life. Yeah, absolutely. Based on reputation alone. None of the things they put forward were true, but they're commonly accepted because they were said on television. They were Mm -hmm. said on radio. They were said in the news. Why would the news lie to me about Ross Albright? When we see that so much, too. I mean, there's so many people who they take the news and stuff they see in articles and Facebook as like the God's honest truth. These allegations were never charged at trial, never proven, never submitted to or ruled on by a jury. Uh, And eventually they were dismissed with prejudice. But that doesn't stop the media from circulating these things. Yep. You know, the, the rumor mill. Ross consistently denied the allegations which relied on anonymous online chats, never proven to have been authored by him, and those who know him never believed them. What a terrible jury. Yeah, the only alleged victim ever identified Curtis Green is a fervent supporter of Ross's clemency. So they I mean, if that doesn't say it all right there. Yeah. That's really all you need to know. Here's a man who built a website. He's in prison for the rest of his life. Uh, We are on the eve of Mr. Freeman receiving sentencing for selling Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. And you can definitely see a lot of overlap here between these two cases. Absolutely. Where they, you know, like the murder for hire thing, right? Like they pick that one thing that sounds bad, right? So at the end, they were like, yeah, the scammers, the little old ladies. Even though it doesn't really have I, I wouldn't say anything but it doesn't have as much to do with the actual charges right right like he wasn't being charged for being a scammer right, right. not that i was aware no, of he was not but for some reason the entire case was about yeah. you know his involvement in these scams so it's like okay but that's in the same thing with ross right it's like the murder for hire the murder for hire i'm sorry did he did ross albrecht hire somebody to murder somebody? No. Nope. There's no evidence of it. So why why was that such a big thing in the case and such a big thing that the media is circulating? It's called, because that's how you justify the sentence. Right. It's called demonization. Let's get this one out of the way. We've got uh, Squidward calling from California. Squidward, you're on Free Talk Live. It's the one and only founder and developer of evolutionary capitalism. Your boy, Subjective Skeeter. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call on Fallon. So subjective, no value skater. No value? Oh, the... Subjective. No value. No value. 
Just a lot of uh, well, noise coming from this end of the phone. Well, it's not a, it's not for you to decide. But um, anyways, um, yesterday I uh, made the claim that uh, the drug war and uh, virtually all wars helps physically destroy the government. And uh, I want to address David's false misrepresentation that uh, the drug war is somehow profitable for the federal go- for any government. I think David's uh, knowledge it- and expertise handled you very well last night. No, he absolutely didn't. He, he, it's funny how he restricted cost to the DEA. DEA. You got so mad so, you were asking uh, so, about cost so, accounting versus accrual accounting as if that had yeah, any relevance yeah. to the you're, conversation. You're, you're a dumb business major from Gonzaga. You should know, right? Yeah. So uh, David failed to give the full picture of the total revenue and expenditures of the drug war to government. Since the DEA is just a small part of the cost of the drug war to the federal government, and might make up the large part of revenue generated by asset forfeiture. And that doesn't take into account the full cost of enforcement, prosecution, and incarceration associated with the drug war. From a study titled, The Budgetary Effects of uh, Ending Drug Prohibition. Now Skeeter's going to read to us again. Uh, yeah, no. don't, don't read to us. From the book of the Skeet. Yeah. Who cares? This, this is from, uh, I'm, I'm quoting from uh, The Budgetary Effects of Ending Drug Prohibition in 2018. From your boys at the Cato Institute. Skeeter, and your boy Jeffrey government Myers, doesn't right? care. Government doesn't care. Government has unlimited resources. Unlimited resources. They don't care how much it costs. They never have. Are you an MMT guy? I I, well, I I want to vote for an MMT economist. Uh, uh, Modern monetary theory. I'm I'm hoping one gets in the in the White House an economist. But so so Jeffrey Myron. Wait, wait, Skinner, you're going to vote? Who's, who's your candidate? A, pro- a proclaimed libertarian, PhD in economics from MIT, senior professor and director at Harvard Economics Department, research fellow for the National Bureau of Economic Research, blah, and vice blah, president for research. So all the these Cato credentials Institute, that you don't right? have, Skeeter. So in Let's this study, Myron concludes, at both federal and state levels, government budgets would benefit enormously from drug legalization policies. This report estimates that $47.9 billion is spent annually on drug prohibition. Yeah, yeah, I listened to That's System a of a Down, too, Skeeter, That's and all research and successful drug policy you, shows— I'm not done. I'm not done either. All research and successful drug policy shows that treatment should be increased— Law enforcement decreased while abolishing mandatory minimum sentences. This is a quote. This is a lyric. And yes, I did put you back on hold uh, from System of a Down. Uh, And it's true. And this is the data that you are citing. Yes, all research and successful drug policy shows that treatment should be increased. From your boys at the Cato Institute. Law enforcement decreased while abolishing mandatory minimum sentences. Uh, There's... There's a reason why states like Colorado and Washington were the leaders in, uh, I'm going to call it legalizing marijuana. Uh, what they did is they actually uh, turned around and uh, uh, they fascist uh, legalized marijuana because they uh, released it as a government-mandated specific program. I believe this is Bad Slave calling from New Hampshire. Bad Slave, you're on Free Talk Live. You are correct. Thank you, Captain. It's on your mind. And uh, Nikki and uh, Ricky Rick. I, uh, <laughs> Ricky Rick. <laughs> sorry. I I want to uh, bring up, I think this applies both to Ross Ulrich 
and um close enough all brick it's all brick right mm-hmm. and and uh ian freeman uh i think that both of these individuals have scared the living hell out of the powers that be that's that seems like a stretch but carry on well i you know the the fact is is that that they are both promoting things that if these promotions are successful uh you know that if if uh we're able to truly get a uh you know free drug access or um you know uh or crypto access uh that uh you know basically these guys these guys would be just completely out of business and we're a long ways away from that i know that yeah that's that's part of why i don't think like they're if that's the case they're trying to stem the tides way early on right like putting putting ross ulbricht in prison hasn't stopped the underground trade of narcotics online right putting putting ian freeman in prison is not going to stop the trade of cryptocurrencies uh online or or offline nor is it going to stop romance scams right like in in the the grand scheme of things it's such small potatoes but it's small potatoes, but the fact is is that that they're all you know these prosecutions, these judges, and these law enforcement idiots out there are are you know they're they're believers in their stuff, and they don't want their stuff messed with. Yeah, no, I I get they, that, but take the case of Free Talk and, Live, and, and they've got to they they they've got to every take every opportunity to punish. They will take every opportunity to punish, but again, take the case of Free Talk Live. Right, this this show has been the largest voice for the ideas of freedom and liberty for like two decades, right? Right, and, and the libertarian movement is still small and stagnant on a large scale, right? We, we can make a claim for New Hampshire where we get the best activists from across the country looking to move here, yep. but any other place, right? It's still a nothing burger, right? The libertarians make no headway. They do nothing. They can't make any pro and here, well, here know, the libertarians have to like usurp other parties to get in. And that's after right. two decades. So it's it's not like Free well, Talk Live or Ian Freeman or Ross Ulbricht is going to convert a significant actually, percentage of the country to these ideas. It's just more like a signal letting people know that we exist and you don't you ought not feel alone where you're at. Right. We're past we're past three decades for me because <laughs> okay. I moved in 1991 and I've been. You know, active at um, some level that whole time. Let's talk about our number two story. The number wow. two story. Uh, 
This uh, from News 21 Channel KTVZ.com. Got enough random letters in, in there? In somewhere. <laughs> it's usually four. I don't, I don't know where this particular channel is out of. But at any rate, the headline reads, Couple suing Disney World claims water slide caused painful wedgie. Anatomic wedgie. Comma, severe injury. <laughs> Finally, some good content. It did. <laughs> did. Wait, you didn't like the Ross Albright stuff? No, I liked that. Uh, it's just the painful freaking conversation with Bad Slave. Uh, it's like, finally. If some, only we could do this some, show without the comments. Finally, so some be- hard-hitting, you know, <laughs> atomic wedgies. This is what I've, you know, this is what I've been waiting this for. Is, this, this is, is why, why I come to the in. Sunday show. Yes. Uh, okay, now, have you guys been to, you know, water I've parks? been to water parks, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have you Have you gotten a wedgie? Like my not, not um, like not like kids coming up and giving you the but like okay. you know from on sliding thing, on a thing that's supposed to be more moist than it is or whatever. Not that so. I recall. Okay, yeah. I but I've been so, down. Actually. I've been down like the two hundred fifty foot straight down drop slide. Yep. Whoa! Right, like that's good times. And I don't think I don't remember getting a wedgie. And if you know, I remember not not a water park. Do you guys remember these? Um, they're just big slides. Okay. And, yeah, and yeah you like regular to, slide. You'd have to climb up a. You know, a, a ladder. A, a, no, but oh. like a you know a staircase that was you know bendy and whatever, and wait in line. And you know when you finally get to the top, there's like I don't know eight or ten or twelve lanes, if you will. Yeah. Are you talking person. about like in the carnival with, with like the potato, the potato sack? sacks? Yes, yeah. exactly yeah. With, the, with the burlap sack. Because you got the wedgie off of one of these. The, well, no, okay. but that's what the sacks for. Right. So I didn't get a wedgie, but what happened is, and I don't know, I don't know how it happened, but somehow, like somebody told me to like grip onto the to the burlap sack with your hands to keep it under your butt, but lean back, right, as yeah. you're going down the okay. hill, right? All right. That's yeah. the advice I was given. It's my first time going down one of these Reduce things. the drag, sure. Yeah. Okay. And so what happened is, uh, as I'm going down, for whatever reason, like, the, the, the force of going down the slide wouldn't allow me to keep my head up, right? Because I'm leaning back. Okay. But, and I'm trying to look forward, but for whatever reason... Trying the, to tuck your chin? Yeah, I'm trying to tuck my chin, but it's not it's not working, and so my head... As I'm going down the slide, bangs repeatedly <laughs> oh, off of no. the, 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 the bottom of the slide as I go down. So I hit my head, I don't know, six, eight times. Every bam, hump, bam, bam. Hump. Going down, yeah, going down. Come on, the that's slide. what the helmet's for. And I was like, what the heck happened? And I told, uh, I don't know, it was my brother or a friend of mine, whoever I was there with. Um, they're like, what happened? And I'm like, I was told to do this. They're like, well, that's dumb. You should never do that. Now you tell me it was a practical joke from a friend. I'm, I probably think, did it once to try like, to go faster. I feel like I was set up uh, the next time because once you go down the slide, the first thing you do is you grab that burlap sack and you run around to the beginning yeah. of the line and oh, get yeah. back in line, right? Because you're like, Especially, oh, I'll go again. Yeah. So the next time I went down get face the first, like two more tickets. I went down face first, like belly style. Okay. You know, and it was great. All right. I was like, oh, I'm Superman. Catching some air in between the bumps. You got to make that the last ride because I think they frown upon that aspect of it, and you might not be able to. Uh, yeah, I, get back yeah, in line after that. This is a long time ago too. Okay. Before they had, oh, yeah, before they had all the boring rules. rules. Right. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. It was a pure metal slide back then too. None of this oh, plastic. Oh yeah, I like know. like there wasn't even anything that resembled a lifeguard on this thing. You okay. know what I mean? Like yeah. like there is at parks now, but like back in yeah. the day, it was just like, did you are you wearing the wrist thing? Yeah. Okay, we'll go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's. 
all it was. Guy at the bottom, guy at the top, nothing like that back then. All right. Uh, they had a guy taking tickets at yep. the bottom or checking your wristband or whatever, and then the guy at the top, like, handing out the burlap sacks if you you know didn't I mean, already have one. What's the worst that's going to happen? You smash your head and get a concussion? <laughs> you I mean, fall <laughs> off the 40-foot slide. <laughs> Somebody gets stuck mid-slide. At that point, you're already dead. I mean, what, right. are they gonna, you know, what are they going to do? All right. Take so, responsibility. Pay the insurance claim. A couple suing Disney World claims water slide caused painful wedgie and severe injury. As Don't wear a thong oh, on the water As if slide. a painful wedgie isn't a severe injury. Is I think it? that was, yeah. I, you know, okay. I, I don't know. Depends on the wedgie. I mean, atomic wedgie maybe, but... They don't say atomic. What's the difference between a wedgie and an atomic wedgie? Atomic wedgie is when you get the elastic behind the back and then over the over head. Over the head, right. Over the head makes it an atomic wedgie. Makes me uncomfortable just thinking about yeah. it. All right. How is that possible? Like, well, usually you usually break the elastic. Yeah. You? Uh, you know, I, I, th- mean, I think that only happens in cartoons. I don't know um, if that's a real thing. Okay. I, I also Do you have experience think, with such things? Uh, not receiving. Okay. Okay. In order to perform the atomic wedgie appropriately, it does require a bit of practice. You know, you, yeah. you got to have some repetition in there to, to get it right. Otherwise, it just, you know, you do it wrong and then you get laughed at. Yeah. You know. Poor technique, I, you know? Yeah, poor technique. There, I'm sure you can find videos online of how to properly administer an atomic wedgie. It's pretty much just break the elastic and then get it over their head. All right, this from Lake Buena Vista, Florida. A couple is now suing Disney World after they say a water slide caused a painful wedgie and severe injury. Okay, now they've thrown the and in there in this Bleeding. Red in the pool. Red in the pool. The lawsuit filed in Orange County on Wednesday. Wait, Florida has an Orange County too? Yeah. I mean, they're known for oranges. Yeah, right? I know, okay. but like, I just, you know, I always think of Orange County as California. Same here. Anyway, uh, lawsuit filed on Wednesday is focused on Typhoon Lagoon. Must be the name of I the, mean, who goes the there and, like, you don't expect to get a wedgie there? I mean, that's the first thing I think of. Like, I'm definitely getting a wedgie when I go to really? Typhoon. Typhoon? Okay. That sounds right. pretty pretty intense. <laughs> I mean, it's a lagoon, though. This has nothing to do with the slide. It's focused on Typhoon Lagoon and the 214-foot water slide there called Humunga Kawabunga. There you go. Yep. That sounds more like a wedgie inducer. What's your name, please? You're live on the radio. Hello there. This is Paul. Hey, Paul. Where are you calling from? Richmond, Virginia. You're not north of Richmond, though. No, and <laughs> we did the same line last time. I called you last month. You gave me some great libertarian books to read. Um, Captain's got a short range of to... jokes. That's yeah, I, I got dad jokes all day long. Okay. Yeah, me too. Um, just want you to know how much I absolutely love your show. Um, I had two quick questions. I'm learning as I go, so bear with me. I've done these quizzes on, on the web, like where do you stand or what party are you and all this other stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and I always come on the border of either libertarian or constitution party. And I've done some vague reading online and it's like, well, I think the, the, one of the differences are constitutionalists are a little more on the religious side. What, what's the, what's the layman's term difference between a libertarian and a constitutionalist? Libertarian has no use for the Constitution. Oh, wonderful. Okay, great. Um, well, I guess that was easy. You're welcome. Um, and I like to keep yeah, it simple. And the, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was going to, um, I was going to ask you guys, 
uh, I had never heard of the free state movement and I looked online and it is a, just is a, a more New Hampshire isolated movement or what is it really? It is absolutely a New Hampshire based movement. That's the state. Yeah. Right. So the state that that we're trying to free is New Hampshire. So uh, back in the day, a bunch of people got together and were like, hey, what if we tried to migrate a bunch of people to one area uh, that were all liberty minded and see if we could make a difference? It was a Ph.D. dissertation. Right. And so everybody went, yeah, that's a good idea. They had meetings about it, online stuff. You know, everybody joined in. They're like, okay, well, where are we going to go? And there is, you know, a bunch of people proposed different places and, you know, uh, gave arguments for the pros and cons of each of the different places. And uh, this early group of people uh, decided that New Hampshire was the right place based on a whole bunch of things. Uh, New Hampshire has, uh, you know, uh, an international border to the north of the Canada. The 101 reasons to move to New Hampshire. Right. There's a whole film about it. Uh, it's got a port. Is it really? Wow. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, Free on YouTube. Yeah. yeah and, it's 101 reasons yeah. Yeah. to move to New Hampshire. I think it's 101reasonsfilm.com, I believe. Yeah. Or just I'll Google it, it on YouTube. I'll check it out. Yeah. So some, some of those reasons are outdated, and, and some years ago there was a proposal to update it, and I don't know whatever became of that. But it's still, uh, okay. that'll give you some history. Yeah, I'm going to check that out. I lived in Nashville for five years, um, nice little town, uh, but I'm from Dallas originally, so I know that there's, Everyone always likes to throw cliches about Texas seceding and all that good stuff. But uh, anyway, I'm going to look up that documentary, and I want to make sure I can figure out exactly where I stand in the parties because every time I answer these questions on the web, they, they always they always come back at me and be like, "You're a constitutional." So, but I'm, so, I, go ahead. Just Nikki. just real quick, I want to say something. I think, and you might disagree with this, so you know it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't really matter what your label is. Right. Like I, I, I think do I think wow. okay. I do. I do think it's important to, you know, get your values down in like, you know, concretely like, you know, study whatever research decide what you believe in and, you know, make sure you mm-hmm. have good reasons for why you believe in that, you know, whether it's ethical, logical, whatever. Sure. Um, but for mm-hmm. me personally, like I I guess I classify myself as a lot of different things. Normally, it's either a libertarian or an anarchist or a voluntarist. Some, and I guess you know, sometimes those words can be synonymous. Whatever, ANCAP, yep. lots of different things. But at the end of the day, I don't really care about any of those labels. Well, and I agree. All I right. don't always fit perfectly into those labels, and I would argue that about anyone. No one's going to fit perfectly into the label. And maybe I'm just not a big fan of labels in general. Yeah. Um, but they can be very helpful. So, yeah, like it can be helpful to figure out what it is that you are and what it is that you believe in. Um, but you might find that there's a lot of overlap. Like you could you could be both of those things, right? Um, because there is some overlap there. Let me disagree with Nikki ever so slightly. Uh, Ian Freeman. No, I won't let you. Okay. Carry I'm just on kidding. Then. Go ahead. Ian Freeman recently did an interview. Um, and you can check out the Free Talk Live archives for it. And in the interview, the the idea of labels and these online quizzes came up, right? And what he what he said was, and I would what I would recommend or suggest that you might want to do is when he came up with anything other than pure libertarian, he declared that there was something wrong with his thinking that needed to be remedied. And so the areas where he was not pure libertarian on, he researched. And found a way to get to the libertarian position. We have Jerome calling from South Carolina. Jerome, you're on Truck Free Talk Live. Choo-choo! <laughs> we are the world. 
We are the children. We are the worms. So let's start living. Is that Whitney? Michael Jackson? No, it's uh, Live Aid. Oh, okay. From way back in the day, a whole bunch of superstars got together to raise some money for charity. So I'm sure Michael Jackson and Whitney were both there. Yes, they were. And Oprah, and I mean, I don't even know who else. Like Bono. A whole bunch of, you know, the top musicians in pop and rock music or whatever. Hey, Thomas Sowell was there too, right? I have no idea. Yeah, it's not likely. <laughs> what do you have against Thomas, Thomas Sowell? Thomas Sowell's the biggest jerk. Hey, he's hey, that's Rush Limbaugh's uh, adopted black child, right? Thomas Sowell. You know, he oh, started yeah. as a communist. There's a, there's, a guy, there's a guy that's a Republican. Listen to him talk. Thomas yeah. Sowell started hey. as a communist who got a government job yeah. and then realized what a mess the system was and corrected his and thinking. He's still a car- yeah, and now, now he's a racist. He, he hates, he's a racist. Jerome just he's called a black, black dude a racist. This is great. Hey, he's racist because he's black and he hates black people. So he's still a racist. He no. hates himself? He doesn't oh, even hate black Thomas people. Sowell. Why does he hate oh, black no. people? He doesn't. This is the first time hearing of this. No, he doesn't. He, he just recognizes black. that the corrupt government system is detrimental yeah, to the uh, the progress of the black community. That sounds like the opposite yeah. of racism. Yeah. Right. That but sounds he like he's trying to like... Lift yeah. up people. Right, but you can't say that in the era of Black Lives Matter where they're hey, looking for ask, government ask, handouts to better ask, their community. Ask, yeah. Hey, ask Thomas Sowell a question for me. Ask him, how is it the same country that gives us the Constitution? Yeah, next time I'm hanging out with him, he, you know, he comes over for cards on Fridays. Well, you know, I'll yeah. I would love to hang out with he Thomas Sowell. I would actually, too. He comes over for cake. He comes over for cake and tea. <laughs> there, I, I, I will, there's an open invitation to Thomas Sowell whenever you want to come over for tea. Like I'm open yeah. to, I will I will clear my calendar for a conversation with Thomas Sowell. Oh, he was good buddies with Rush Limbaugh. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember. Him. I don't care about Rush Limbaugh. I, I've never heard that. We can go have tea at Rush's grave. How, then. how do you care. know that he was good buddies with Rush Limbaugh? Because Rush Limbaugh always bragged about him. That's why. Uh, a lot of conservatives brag about. Oh, Thomas Sowell. It's like they brag about, oh, Tim He Scott. says a bunch of really yeah. great stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Tell me something yeah. he said that wasn't great. I don't listen to him. I don't listen. Hey, the first time he said it. You listen to Rush Limbaugh, Limbaugh, obviously. If Rush Limbaugh brags about you, you're a bum. You, you listen to Rush Limbaugh, Limbaugh obviously, so why not, not listen to Thomas Sowell? Not for much. Not for much. Not for much. Uh, he steps he out of my, line of the black narrative. Hero. Yeah. Propagated Rush, by the Rush left. Was, All right. So, what Rush were you really Rumble calling to cry right about here. today, Jerome? Wait. Why? Why when I call, I'm crying, man. I'm just bringing up stuff I, I talk about. Why am I crying? I, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. Why do you call crying? I'm not allowed to have an opinion. Because Dallas lost. I guess maybe huh? complaining is is complaining a better word. <laughs> I mean, <What's> <laughs> here, I mean, you do go call go this go show go to go air go your go complaints, yeah. though. I mean, do you want some cheese to go with that wine, Jerome? (laughs) (laughs) That actually sounds delightful. What what time does the trial start tomorrow? Ten a.m. What time does the fraud trial start tomorrow? Ten a.m. How much money is the teacher James going to get back for uh, for the American people? Because he. You know, I, know I guess for a guy that graduates from who? business school, who? He, he doesn't know how to estimate the value of his property, huh? Who are you talking about? Donald Donald John Trump. 
Choo-choo. Who's Letitia? Choo-choo. Hey, uh, Jerome, you may have noticed <laughs> yeah. that here on the Sunday night edition of Free Talk Live, we don't really care about Donald yeah, J. Trump or Joe yeah, Biden or Hillary Did he Clinton go to jail or yet, anybody right? else. Was that the can next you, thing we were waiting be, for? Can you, be in jail? can you be in jail and be president at the same time? We're going to oh, find out. He's going to win. Diane Feinstein, <laughs> Diane Feinstein yeah, could no be kidding. dead and still cast a vote, so you figure that one out. Hey, if El Chapo can run the mafia from behind bars, so can Donald Trump. Hey, you leave, you leave Miss Firestone alone, all right? Don't Why? Don't, She's don't, a witch. Kill him the dead. Of the dead, man. She don't, was a witch. Speak, never speak ill of him. Why? No, what happens if you do? No, I just did. What's going to happen? The wicked You're witch die. of the West no, no, is dead. Hail, hail, the witch is dead. The wicked witch is no. dead is dead. Do we have Ricky now? No doubt there, brother, Captain. Right. I'm getting a little bit of an echo. Do you have something on in the background? Apparently try this. Hold on. All right. Do, 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 See, that's why you need the soundboard. Yep. Holding. Please hold. Do. Corporate accounts payable, Nina speaking. How's Just that? a moment. Is that better? Check one, two. Yep, we're good. Is that better? What's on your mind? Oh, thank you there, brother captain. Brother Richie. Sister so, Nikki, good evening. Good evening. Is that sister or sister? Sister. Okay. Twisted sister, sister Nikki. No doubt, no doubt. Now, you know, I like to have fun on a Sunday, but this is personal in the sense that this ain't one of those nights, unfortunately. Now, uh, you know, Boring. I think, well, hey, oh. Richie, don't be a jackass. Have you I, met him? I don't know any other way, man. <laughs> Continue. I know you don't, but bear with me now. Concerning Brother Freeman and Brother Albrecht, you know, myself, I, I ran into a situation uh, towards the end of the, you know, end of the first quarter of 18, uh, where somebody wanted to put me away for 20 years. Now, I lost two years of my life and uh, beat him in the end. Now, reason why this happened, Ricky from the Commonwealth, don't run for office. It's five years later, I haven't learned yet. You know, that that's first off. Now, what do these people fear? Now, they don't fear that piece of cloth. They 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 don't fear the Dixie Crats. They don't fear the Klan when they really retired it. But what they do fear is when someone, for the reasons that Ricky from the Commonwealth wears it, runs for office. That's the first off. Now, running for office with a Klan hood and a Stars and bars no, cape is probably no, not a good no, way to get no, elected. No, no, no. I'm not a Klansman. I believe we're all brothers and sisters, regardless of color or creed. <laughs> I wear the battle flag for the reasons it's intended. I'm looking to blow it away. And the previous caller that looks at the U.S. Constitution should think about that. Now, there is another point to this. Now, last week, uh, I made a call, and I talked to you. Now, there was a call came in after mine. Uh, first of all, this person unknown, has no name, has no location, says hi. And uh, after that makes the comment that uh, Ricky from the Commonwealth, he says he's not from Pennsylvania. Well, I'll tell you very much, that is definitely, obviously not true. That's number one. Uh, My ancestors go back to 1650. Uh, from Germany, and they were split between Pennsylvania and the rural mm, parts of South yeah. Carolina. Okay, so okay, that's number one. The number two. What's the point? 
Well, here's the point I'd also like to make. Now, there was one other comment, and this is important. This individual made the comment that uh, that the word commonwealth is outdated. Now, I'd say that man's a status. Now, by doing that, I will tell you right now, he not only insulted me, but every Pennsylvanian. Now, there's a man that I saw on MSNBC News in May. Mm-hmm. Now, he was on for 10 minutes. Now, he used the word commonwealth nine times in different ways. Oh, my God. Now, now I recommend Nine that. different Call ways? That. A word yeah, with nine, nine definitions. Ways, yeah. All kinds of different ways. Now, I recommend that that unknown caller call this man. He can dial 717-787-2500. And he can tell him that the word commonwealth is outdated because that man's a good example of a Pennsylvanian. Let's go over here to, uh, should be Dana in Michigan. Dana, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, guys. Um, I just called, I called to thank you that um, um, I'm not saying it just happened tonight. You've been doing this right along, especially on Sunday nights. Um, And sometimes on Saturday, too, you have Captain and, um, um, what did I do? Oh, my God, Peakless. Peakless. Uh, you guys, I want to thank all three of you tonight for pushing back on Jerome. Um, you know, Je- Jerome is um, identical to uh, Scooter in this respect. Um, both of them are, um, they, they just waste time. And um, But whereas Scooter is irritating, he just irritates people. Um, just he just drones on and on and on. He's that guy at the party that you know maybe maybe didn't drink or anything, and he just wants to get into these deep discussions, and they're not really intellectual. It's their pseudo intellectualism, and it's just it's beyond the pale. Then Jerome, Jerome is stupid. Now I'm <laughs> calling him stupid. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a reason. There's reasoning. We're listening. Back in the day, maybe 20 years ago. Most people suffered from, um, they just were ignorant. And I don't mean that in a cutting manner like people use it today, like you're an ignorant fool or something like that. But ignorant means not knowing. Back in the day, and I, I would say about 20 years ago, people were ignorant. But because of the Internet, and I understand Google suppresses things or not only suppresses it, puts it way in the back, but sometimes won't even let it on. And so the social media platforms I'm because Biden we, we all know what happened in Missouri v. Biden so anyway that being during COVID so that being said I'm not talking about that but if you can get to sources um, even whether it's like the Ross Russ Albrecht thing you know to use the dark web and I'm not saying for nefarious things I'm saying yeah. just for good sourcing um, anybody that doesn't come loaded on your radio station or any radio station is just stupid. There is no excuse for laziness. That man cut down one of the most brilliant minds and true intellectuals. You know, I, I'm going to say something personal about Jerome. First of all, he has a terrible voice on the radio. He either has constant phlegm or he eats potatoes when he calls in because something's always rattling in his throat and it's just gross to listen to him. But when he says things about a man who he couldn't even hold a candle to, 
Thomas Sowell is such an intellectual, and especially because he came from, like Richie Rich um, and you, Captain, said, that he came from one extreme and realized how dirty the government was. If you listen to this man, he is soft-spoken, and just like uh, Richard, what's his name, Richard Davis Hanson, they're soft-spoken, and they're just so deep. These are true intellectuals. And then Nikki, when she tried to question him on things, and Richie and you did, Captain, he's just all, blah, 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 and he just goes on, and he's the kind of guy you just want to Mac and go to jail for assault and battery. Wow. You know, someone needs to just, just, and I know we're not supposed to aggress, but I, I think I would do time just to do that because he's calling this man a racist. First of all, you can be black and be racist. You cannot like maybe Indians or white people. And when I say Indians, I mean from India. You cannot like Native Americans or Hispanics. So if people use the term racism in the correct um, you know, they um, used it correctly. Anybody can be a racist. It just means you're you're elevating your race higher than someone else, or demeaning theirs lower than than yours. It's you know both. So anyway, that being said, mm-hmm. he is not a racist. He said that Rush was buddy buddy with him. Rush admired him, and whether you agreed with Rush or not, Rush was brilliant in his own right. Um, they people just might disagree. I couldn't stand Obama. I I hated a man I didn't even know. And I'm telling you personal stuff. And I told him before, I never talk about myself. I don't want to talk about my personal. I yeah. want to argue based on facts. But um, you, well, you're doing a lot of attacking calls, other people right now. Just no, I'm not attacking. I'm making a point. Okay. And I'm defending what you guys did. So just listen. If you call up and say, look, I don't like him because I don't agree with his policies or I didn't like when Bush um, did Part D for prescriptions and had no way of funding it or went in instead of going after Osama, he got us into two other wars. I can say that and I am a conservative. But I can say that it's a factual statement. That's what pissed most people off. But when somebody calls up and says he's a racist, he hates black people, and he this and he that, Jerome is stupid. Jerome sits alone just like Scooter, and I'm thinking that they can maybe buy a girl together and get a two-for-one. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Dana, thank you so much for the call. We appreciate you. Major Payne in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Been a long time since I've smelled freedom. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to say this before I get into any roles here. Um, all of our prayers have been been with Ian the whole time here, and they're coming up once again. So I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. Um, oh, as far as uh, Skeeter and uh, Jerome go. Have you given any more thought to bringing back, bringing up the uh, the Minuteman Award? What is that? Oh, I I've heard of this, but no, what is that? He proposed this. I can't remember what it is. Tell us again, Major. The, the, the caller most worthy of getting dumped in sixty seconds or less. <laughs> yeah. I and tonight's say, winner is. I mean, is there I would really say Skeeter. any other winner? Yeah, there's. I He's mean, always I think the it'd worst. Be like you what? 
I, I said, I think I'd do it like monthly. You don't want to do it like annually because that's too big. Mm. But every you know, once a month, the calls are still in people's heads and whatnot. Yeah. You should but not anyway, let those guys live rent-free in your head for a month. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just when I hear them, it's like Nikki said, you know, you got to have that uh, off switch. It's like when you got a whole house full of kids, you don't hear them crying. Right. You only yeah. hear one of them screaming. One of my yeah. favorite things is listening to other episodes of Free Talk Live and have them complain about me. <laughs> Which they do. That darn Richie Rich on yeah. Sundays. I just can't get over it. Yeah. You're like, ha, 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 still thinking about me That's on exactly. Wednesday? I live yeah. rent-free in this case. Yes. Oh, I heard Peter bitching about the captain the other night. To Ian. Yeah, it was see? Kind of, kind of humorous. Yeah. Because, um, you, anyway, know, you know, he's uh he, he he's like you remember Millhouse from The Simpsons? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, that's Nelson. No, that's Nelson. Oh. Millhouse well, is a nerd. I don't know. The okay, fun, continue. The funniest line I ever heard out of him was, "Well, my mom says I'm cool." <laughs> you yep. know, and that's Skeeter. He's still living in his mother's basement, probably bouncing. I don't know if his mother loves him. Ooh. Uh, somebody's got to give him peanut butter sandwiches. I don't know. But and as far as Jerome goes, I told him to quit eating the paint chips probably seven years ago. But I can't do nothing about that. That's the chips he's eating that gets him all phlegmy. I don't oh, know. Yeah, she's but really he, bent out of shape about that. <laughs> so I'm saying, like uh, some people yeah, can't I, control their voice, right? Like I, if you have you a if you have a throat injury or something that you just naturally have that raspiness to it. Yeah, right? I don't. Like, that's not a good what? reason to attack. I, and I'll say I don't think Jerome's voice really upsets me or bothers me okay. i i couldn't yeah. really agree with anything she said in regards to that although now that you mention it i'm thinking that um uh squidward's uh is talking voice like this he reminds me now more more so than than christian bale's batman but um what uh marge simpson's uh oh uh, the sisters, sisters yeah the okay. um, sisters. Thelma, yeah. And, Thelma and whatever because they smoke a lot and so yeah. they they sound patty. like this patty yeah, yeah. thank you patty yeah. that's yeah. that's who he sounds more like Okay, and and the only reason we make fun of that is because we know he's affecting a vocal cadence. Well, yeah, to, tr- yeah. to fake the call. And, it's fake because right? he does it deeper every week. And I and I said this last week or the week before, whatever. If we went back like five weeks to when he first started calling, his voice would be an entire different octave. Right. So and we, he loses his his deep breath. Yeah, when he as, starts as soon to, as he gets upset and starts talking really fast. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, but it's faker, right? Low T, so, beta. So we, so we make fun of that because he's trying to be something other than what he is. Yeah. And Jerome, that's just his voice. I'm like, you know, we, we can attack the arguments all day, and we'll attack Skeeter's arguments, but I'll just do it in the Skeeter voice. Yeah. Well, put it I mean, in you can place. be wrong about stuff. Like, it's okay if people call in and they disagree with us. Like, yeah. that's fine. It's totally. Yeah. Fine. A better argument would be a little bit better. You know, that's a, a critique I have of Jerome. Like, if he had something, you know. Something to give us, like, some material or, like, examples of why we were wrong, that'd be cool. Yeah. Um, but as far as his character goes and his personality, I yeah. mean, like, I think that's fine, you know? Yeah. It's Skeeter's like, just, like, an all-around jerk. Well, and and because he's not entertaining, we can, you know, we can only, you know, do so much, right? Yeah, like, Jerome's kind of funny. I, I like I like that somebody is calling, you know, we're, and I'm talking about Scooter at this point, uh, you know, and... Like we're all growing and learning as a result. Like he has, you know, he he thinks he knows what libertarian libertarianism is and wants to discount it and discredit it with, 
you know, his research and facts and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But, uh, you know, he's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we've been sort of spoon feeding him how wrong he is because we're not yeah. going to spend a whole three hours with that guy on this radio show. That would just be boring. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.